Long Slice Brewery presents Getting Hip to the Hip. Friends of the podcast, before tonight's show begins, we invite you to consider the land upon which we are sharing this time together. We are on the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabe, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples. The territory is within the lands protected by the Dish with One Spoon Wampum Belt Covenant, an agreement between the Haudenosaunee and the Anishinaabe and allied nations to peacefully share and care for the resources around the Great Lakes. All proceeds from tonight support the Gord Downey and Cheney Wenjack Fund, whose goal is to move reconciliation forward. In 2016, on his final cross-Canada tour, Gord asked all people in Canada to do something to improve relations between Indigenous and non-Indigenous people. Learn how you can do something at downywenjack.ca. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm welcome to your host for this evening, Sean Cullen. A bit of a false start there. I'm very sorry. Kind of horrible. I mean, that's the whole point. We're here, and I... What the hell? No, it's all good. Hi, thanks for coming. Thanks for staying far away. We don't want, we don't want anyone to feel warmth. Up, I know, you're going to come up there. You look good, sir. How are you? Excellent. Hey, Jaws, great movie. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here today uh, for the Downey Wenjack Fund, which is a great fund. Am I wrong? I don't think so. Uh, Gord uh, was an amazing man, not just a brilliant artist, but a really wonderful person. And uh, I was lucky enough to get to know him a little bit because I used to play hockey with him. Uh, and sadly, he was a Bruins fan. And I never understood that. I never understood the Kingston Bruins connection. There's no reason for it, but he loved it. So uh, he was a goalie. And uh, very, pretty good. Uh, we used to play out at Leeside uh, on Friday afternoons, and it was really fun. Uh, sometimes Paul Coffey would show up and make us all look like idiots. <laughs> Paul Coffey has an enormous head. <laughs> very big, but he's one of the most beautiful skaters I've ever seen. Like, you'd get the puck at the red line, and you'd be going in, and he'd be behind the net, and he'd catch you before you could shoot it and make you look like a piece of shit. Thank you, Paul. But no, it's really nice to be here. Thank you all. Uh, this beautiful room, weird. I don't understand the hanging chains, but let's do it. If anybody wants to get some S&M over there, feel free. Uh, for every stroke of the lash, 50 cents will go to the Downey Wenjack Fund. Now, uh, I'm really happy to be here. Uh, it's, uh, it's a beautiful day outside, and it's great to be in a former roundhouse. Uh, 
That's all I have to say about that. I mean, I'm glad this is here. They, I mean, they've put it to wonderful use. Uh, it's great. I mean, if you want to go out, you can maybe go and see what it's actually like to be right beside a go train. Beautiful museum piece out there. Um, or you could just take the go train. I don't know. Could be a good idea. Yeah, I'm. Uh, it's very important these days uh, to... Here's the thing. We did the beautiful land acknowledgement, and it's the least we can do, right? It's the very least. We couldn't do less than that. We thought hard. That's it. Couldn't do less. I mean, it's kind of... I know it's got good intentions, but still, it's a little bit... <laughs> if you were a person of the of indigenous background, you might feel a bit annoyed, right? Because it's like this. It, it's like if you had a car that you loved, and then one day the guy next door just stole it, and he drove it around in the neighborhood. You see him all the time. He's there driving your car. And you're at the bus stop, and he drives by, gives you a wave. And you're like, hmm. And then every once in a while, he pulls up in front of your house, and he goes, come here. He rolls down the window and says, hey, I acknowledge I stole your car. <laughs> drives away. It's very weird to me. But it's a time to be careful. I mean, you have to call people what they want to be called. Am I right? I don't like being called a cis male because it sounds like it's a boil or something. A cyst. That's what I associate it with. So just call me a fat guy. <laughs> Feel better about that. I've been trying to lose weight, of course. Everybody seems to be trying to. Maybe we should stop eating everything. That might be a way to do it. But I try to in incorporate uh, a workout, right? I try and watch what I eat, but I also work out. So my workout is, you might want to try it. Uh, I get completely naked. I put about an inch of olive oil in the tub. Then I lie down in the tub, and I try to get out without using my arms. <laughs> Incredible core workout. You feel the burn right here. So, yeah, I've been trying to lose weight. It's, you know, I, I also, you know, everybody has, uh, you know, mental issues, especially after the pandemic was tough. But I've been, I'm, a, I'm depressed. I have to take pills for that. And the pills, they say on them, uh, this will lower your libido, right? So I like to take way too many and then stand around other people and lower their libidos as well. <laughs> but being depressed is a really boring mental illness. It's just boring. You know, you're just, what's wrong with him? Depressed. And you go, uh, boring. You know, I'd like something more exciting. You know, like, uh, 
Say I was homicidal. Right? That's not my problem. That's your problem. Stabity, stabity. What? I'm sick. Also, <laughs> so I, I thought it might be fun to have some kind of weird sexual kink, you know, something that sets me apart. And like, there's a lot of people who asphyxiate themselves and masturbate. And I'm like, well, that's lonely. You know what I mean? It's lonely. You're all by yourself in a hotel room, and often you die by accident, and then you miss the uh, free breakfast, which is the greatest tragedy, especially at a Holiday Inn Express, where you can make your own waffles. But, uh, yeah, so I like the idea of the masturbating. But I like to meet people. So what I do to get that thrill is to masturbate and run through traffic. See, the terror, but you meet people, right? Hey, thanks for coming. Those shoes are amazing, white. Those are beautiful. Your shoes, the leather ones, your shoes are nothing to me. No, I like them, they're nice. Uh, what else was I going to talk about? Well, yeah, get depressed. But people, you have to call people what they want to be called nowadays. That's what I try and do. That's my axiom. Try and call people what they want to be called. If you can find out, that's great. But it's, you're bound to look like an idiot, say, in a hundred years, when the fashion changes and they call people different things. And they look back at our time and they go, oh, how ridiculous they called them that. You know, like for example, people used to call people midgets, right? Or dwarfs. But then they came up with, oh, we'll make this better. Little people, right? Again, I find it a little condescending. You know, look at you little people. Hey, little people, you know? So what I, I have a different, different name. I call them those who appear far away. <laughs> it's not about size. It's about perspective. Yeah, it's pretty good. I was reading something. Uh, it was one of these YouTube things where a man was doing a lecture in like 1940 about the levels of stupidity and their corresponding IQ right? And uh, it was eye-opening. Hey, you. It was eye-opening because, you know, I'd been calling people the wrong thing for years. Because if you're 40 to 60 IQ points, you're a moron, technically. From 20 to 40, you're an imbecile. And from zero to 20, you're an idiot. I've been calling morons idiots. And that's wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> All this time, hey, you moron! Sir, I'm an idiot. It'd be hard to run an office, you know, if you come in and say, what moron wrote this report? 
And then, oh, sir, I wrote that report, and I'm an imbecile. If you want moron quality work, hire a moron. Look, you've made Jim cry. He's an idiot. So far, so good. It's nice to be here. I love being in a room with only white people. It's so... Oh, wait a minute. Hello? I can't see. Well, I, I'm not going to go, what race are you? No, that would be completely inappropriate. But thank you for being here and braving the incredible wonderbread crowd that we have here today. Well, where are you, uh, where are you from? What is your background? Chinese. It's a lot of people there. I like Chinese food. But Chinese people must go, what the fuck is this? When people make chicken balls and stuff like that. But God, I love the red sauce. It's like pure poison. Right? You just, if you touch it, your hand is red. It's, you can't get it off, but oh my God. I can only imagine after eating a full order of chicken balls or a sweet and sour chicken balls, <laughs> my colon must just be blazing red. I would love that. I would love to see it. Speaking of colons, Has anybody had to go for a colonoscopy? Anybody? You have. I can tell. Look at him. There's trouble in there. No, you have to go, start going, and they send you to... Here's the only question I have. If they find something, who gets to keep it? Do you get it? Or do they get it? Like if it's, there's a coin... a treasure map, who knows? Anything could be up there. I've lived a wild life. How are you? Are you selling beers from your cube? The beer cube. How's it going so far? Sold a lot? Eh, okay. We've gotta get her, get her just empty this vat before the night's out. We have a lot of great uh, stuff coming up, uh, and this is only the beginning. I mean, you're probably ready to go home now and say, I'd, I paid my money, that was enough. But no, there's going to be more. Uh, we also have, I'm saying we, but I had nothing to do with it. The uh, silent auction is right over there, and please bid often. Bid against yourself, bid against others. Don't steal things. But there, it's lots of great stuff over there. I have to take a look at it. I haven't done it yet, so uh, please go over there and bid, and all that money uh, will go to the Downey Wenjack Fund. All right? Do that. So uh, how is it going? Should I uh, bring on our first guest? Toronto Mike, how are you? It's good to see you. 
I think so. Have we done enough? Have we ever, are we ready to go now? I think so. Tom, what are you doing here? Are you just kind of scoping out somebody else's podcast? How's it going? Yeah, it hasn't even started yet. The podcast is yet to come. There's nothing people love more than watching people talk. It's crazy. Have you thought about, like, podcasts are everywhere now, and everyone has a podcast, and it's insane. It's, to me, podcasts are like pay-per-view radio. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, you're, you, if someone said to you, listen to the radio for an hour and a half, you'd go, fuck no. <laughs> I can't do it. It's insane. What are you talking about? But you could sit and listen to a wonderful podcast like this one, uh, Getting Hip to the Hip, and without a qualm. I don't know. It's like we're going forward and back at the same time. It's like Grandma Walton sitting there near the radio. What's that? They're talking about the tragically hip? Yeah. So, that's why we're here. We're promoting that. It's going to be great. We have a wonderful act right now. Uh, sadly, you can't really see the Tragically Hip anymore. Uh, and I'm, I've seen them a few... I got to see them. I was lucky enough to see them a few times and uh, work in the same venues. Uh, I was in a, a Finnish sauna. No. They never played a Finnish sauna. But... We did play, when you're touring across Canada, it's a miserable trek, you know? Every tour takes place in the winter. No one knows why. And then you drive, you do a show, you drive for 30 hours, you do another show, you eat some pizza and wings, you go to another show 30 hours beyond that, and to be a great road band is an amazing achievement. And they were an amazing uh, act to watch. So, without further ado, I'd like to bring onto the stage a brilliant, brilliant performance experience. Are you ready? Are you ready for it? Are you ready, Beer Cube woman? Please welcome. 50 Mission! How's everybody doing? I hope you like to hear some hip. So that's what we're playing for you. How about Sean Cullen? Hey, that guy's funny. I remember seeing him when I was like six. I've seen that guy for years on Canadian TV.
50 Mission. We are from Southern Ontario, and not from, from Toronto. We're uh, from the uh, Norfolk Brant area. Except, well, this guy lives here, but it's originally from Venezuela. Guy in the drums, the Lirio. <laughs> he loves the hip, though. I do. All right, this next one, a little bit of truth to the story. Some of it is made up. Men broke low, 73. From Millhaven, Max Mom's curtain. Twelve pictures under, across the front page. Since the man said a summertime, away. And the chief told the people they had nothing to fear. 
last thing they want to do is hang around here. They mouse came to town with long French names, but one of the dozen was a hometown shame. Same pattern on the tables, clock on the wall. Been one seat empty. We're sitting on the table, hot, the telephone ring. Father said he'd tell him if he saw anything. Heard a tap on the window in the middle of the night. Held back the curtains for my older brother Mike. See, my sister got raped, so a man got killed. Local boy went to prison, man's buried on the hill. Fox went back to normal when they closed the case. They still stare at their shoes when they pass our place. Yeah. My mother cried the horrors, finally ceased He whispered, yeah, for the time being at least And over his shoulder, from the squad car megaphone Said, let's go, Michael, son, we're taking you home Same pattern on the tables and clock on the wall Been one seat empty, 18 years now Freezing slow time He's 38 years old, never kissed a girl. He's 38 years old, never kissed a girl.
Kissing all the 
babies Ain't no time for shadow doubts or babies Is there another way? I wear a stolen Cadillac Racing for a roadblock in the distance Flashing by a lifetime at a distance Can we take it back? How my is dying? How my is dying? And the river don't sleep When the water runs cold Can we take it back? 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 And the valley spans wide When the mountain stands high Can they let us run wild? Has everybody bid on that stuff over there? Some amazing stuff. Oh, that half and really put hats. Man, if you haven't checked it out, go check it out. You'll want a bid. <clears throat> uh, this uh, next one, while we swap guitars again, it's off their first album. For those of you who are old enough to remember or have an album and have listened to it, Maybe I couldn't catch 
shop now by Maybe he could have waited Well, the medicine man started seeing red You think the snake just dreamed of the poison in his head Well, addicted to approval, addicted to the air He will see if you like it or see you on up there But now I lie here so out of breath and
too fast I said I'm slowing down Gonna make it last Yeah, she said I'm We're gonna do one more, and I believe Sean's back up. All right, we'll do one more, and we'll be back later. All right, Steve's on.
Thank you. I'll be back in a bit. Oh, my God. I was sitting in a room. What's wrong with me? God. It's like I don't care. But I do. I didn't know when it was going to end. And I hoped it never would. Am I right? The second set they do is amazing. Where someone... Uh, it, it, who's dressed as Peter Mansbridge comes out and they make out for a while. It's pretty good. <laughs> all right, have we all had fun so far? This is pretty good. I'm glad you came. I mean, uh, this is just the first time. They're going to do, uh, well, probably another hundred of these. So please support. Get out there. And it's all for a good cause. Uh, Downey Wenjack Fund, of course it is. How many people have, uh, have a copy of the book? Yeah? Yeah, not enough. Come on. Not enough! All right, uh, we have this silent auction over there. You might want to get a copy of the book in the silent auction. If you want to take part in the silent auction, shut up. <laughs> if you want to take part in the silent auction, you have to have your phone. So, my mom can't take part. She's 92. I don't know if she's into the hip. She has a hip t-shirt, and she just wears that around the neighborhood, nothing else. Anyway, if you want to take part in it, you have to scan the little uh, square thing, the Q code, and uh, you go online, and you can make your bids there. Bid early, bid often. Uh, do it. It's fun. Uh, we're going to take a short intermission now. Uh, there's going to be a breakdancing display. No, there's not. But I think it would be pretty painful to breakdance on this floor. But anyway, it's great to play in another old train building. It's been a long... I, I've played the, uh, the second shunt shed in... Uh, Hoboken, New Jersey. I've played the underground tunnel in Capus Casing. Uh, I've also played the, whatever those weird, on one of them, we did a whole show just pumping all, it was the Buster Keaton National Fun Day. It was hard for people watching the show because they had to run along beside. Not as cool as you'd think. All right, we're going to take a short break while I come up with more brilliant bits like that one. <laughs> All right, go and bid. Bid, bid, bid. See you in a little bit. We're going to see the podcast soon. Who's here for the podcast? Yeah. All right. You said, understood, understood. I said, all right. A crowd will be born, only born die. I want to watch for a sign in the night. I want to watch a bomb go off in a young girl's life. The last recluse. Canada girls Who are you? 
Time to start again. Is everybody more fun? I think so. Has everybody had a wonderful drink or two? Maybe a, something to eat? How has it been? Have you got uh, any more people buying from your cube? Yeah, you're doing well. Please feel free to visit the cube at any time. Uh, it's great to be here once again after the band. The band were amazing. Please give it up for 50 Mission. Mm-hmm. And uh, thanks for coming, guys. How's it going? What's your name? Tony. Anthony. Does your mother call you Anthony? Does anyone call you Anthony? Him? Weird. Did you guys shave your heads together? I mean, did you shave each other's heads? But the thing is, he could have started and then you didn't, or one of you would have been fooled, right? That would have been wrong. Uh, did everyone have a wonderful pandemic? I mean, my God, I loved being stuck in my house. 
I would sit there and just watch television. I thought it was the best. And it's only slightly different from being a Canadian artist in that you have one less show a year. But still, <laughs> it was good. Did anybody try and do anything to improve themselves during the pandemic, learn something? Hmm? No, look at you. You're perfect. You've arrived. Anybody? No? What did you do? Oh, did you? Holy shit. That's a lot. What kind of courses did you take? Did you? So did I. I, did, I went back to school during the pandemic. I'd never graduated from university uh, because I thought, who cares? At the time, I was going for an acting degree, and I thought, is someone going to say, hey, we'd love to cast you in Fat Boy's Christmas, but can we see your degree? It's not going to happen. Here's, oh, does anybody love Hallmark? Those Hallmark movies? Chris, the, the, the Christmas ones. Right? And they're always the same. Here's my idea. There's a slight twist on it, okay? And see if you don't find this fun. What usually happens is busy career woman from the city comes to small town. She's looking for something. She's not looking for love. A widowed man with a, a plucky kid. They fall in love, things work out. Here's how I change it. In all of these, there's a guy who runs the local inn, right? He's an older guy. He's on the verge of retirement. He's a fun guy. Everybody loves him. In my version of the Hallmark movie, the woman comes into town. She's looking for a special recipe for shortbread. But she's just gotten out of a terrible relationship. So she's been sent to this small town from her big city newspaper, and she's heard there's a bakery that makes the best shortbread in the, in the state. She comes into town, there's a widowed man, his father runs the inn, he is a child. They never tell you how the wife died. She's just out of the picture. Maybe he killed her, we don't know. We don't know, but in my version, she comes in, she always comes in, gets her hotel room at the inn, and the guy's like, oh, it's wonderful here, we're gonna have the shortbread festival, and we'll sign up for that, it's gonna be great. And then she goes up to her room, and while she's there, there's a knock at the door, and she opens it, and there's the man who runs the inn, naked, masturbating. She slams the door goes on through the movie, doing everything you're supposed to do in a Hallmark movie, but we can see she's very freaked out by the naked guy. <laughs> through the whole, everything happens, but we can see she's, every time the old fella comes in, she's like, okay, maybe a bad idea. <laughs> they wouldn't buy it. I get it. Uh, yeah, I finished my degree at Queen's. It was fun. I had a good time.
Um, but I went on Duolingo. Anybody ever Duolingo? Learn a language? First thing I learned was Latin. You can learn Latin on Duolingo. I thought, I need to find a language that no one speaks so that I can have no friends. But I thought it might be useful. You never know. But they teach you the weirdest phrases in Duolingo, right? In this one, in Latin, they said, ego non ovum sum. That's one of the first lines I learned, which is, I am not an egg. What am I going to use it for? I'm not an egg, exactly. But why do you put that phrase in there? I know I'm not an egg, sir. We've established that. But is there something going on in Rome, ancient Rome, that I didn't know about? Is there some egg festival where people walk around in costumes that are similar to eggs, but not eggs, except there's one guy who is an egg? And when you come up to someone, you say, are you an egg? And then... The people respond, no, I am not an egg. That's the whole purpose for it, I guess. Wasted my time. That's what I'm trying to say. Wasted my time. I then learned uh, Finnish. Yeah, it's fun. Finnish was great. Uh, But... (laughs) The first thing they taught me was ja en velho. I am a wizard. What happens in Finland that there are wizards? You've got to know what a wizard is and be able to address him. Weird. Uh, Still fun. The best one was I took some Gaelic and one of the phrases was uh, ne skathen uh, dalen drugai, which is the shadow used to sell drugs. <laughs> I don't know. Is that happening in Ireland? Anyway, who gives a shit, right? <laughs> About Ireland and its bullshit. Ladies and gentlemen, we have, you're all here for one reason, and that is to be trapped here and forced to work for the rest of your lives. <laughs> but we're going to let that go for tonight. Thank you, those who do not like to work incessantly. All right, we are going to have this, this podcast. Look at them. Don't they look happy? Look at him. Look at that, he's drunk. That guy's got maracas, everything you want in a podcast. (laughs) No, they're wonderful. They've been doing this podcast. They've had 20,000 downloads, which is a lot of downloads. Thanks to people like you, people who love the hip. The concept is they introduce the hip to people who've never heard the hip before. A good plan, right? Because once you've heard them, you love them. Am I right? Am I right, Anthony? Of course, Anthony. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the last episode of the season? I think so. Not of all time. 
because there's always someone who hasn't heard of the hip. Who? The tragically hip? God damn it. They just keep putting it out. Well, that's good. So you got something to talk about. All right, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome for this beautiful, look at this set. They're going to sing with their asses. Not true. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Getting Hip to the Hip. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to hear the music Tragically Hip for the very first time again? Well, you don't have to wonder anymore. American music fans Pete and Tim may never have heard of the band before, but that didn't stop them from diving headfirst into the music of seminal Canadian rock band The Tragically Hip with the Getting Hip to the Hip podcast. Over 16 plus episodes, Pete and Tim journeyed through the Hips discography, accompanied by their guide, me, JD. Together, we went through each album, track by track, and captured their impressions, opinions, and reactions. I really love the song, Gord Sinclair, again, another standout performance on this song. I was shouting this chorus in the car. Like, first listen, you could sing along to this one. If you know the band, you're like, fucking hype, hell yeah, it's a song about summer. Who doesn't like a song about summer? And now, we've landed here, at our finale. The one that also stars you. So let's hear you get loud as we start getting hip to the hip. JD here, and uh, this is it, folks. This is where we say adios to getting hip to the hip. Of course, we couldn't do that without my two brothers in hipdom. Pete and Tim from Portland, let's give it up. They're here. <laughs> you guys here. are here. We're here. We're definitely here. This, this is exactly what it looks like when we're, you know, at our own homes in our <laughs> small, tiny DIY pod rooms. Yeah, right. This chair is much better, actually, than my chair. It's nicer than my house. These are these are great. These are great chairs. There's no doubt about it. Uh, if we were to even consider a second season of the show, the chair budget would Whoa. have to go up Whoa. considerably, considerably. So, how are you guys doing? How are your flights in? Talk to me about. What's going on, Tim? Tim Taitoka. I mean, I, I got in before the rest of the guys. I got to go to a to a, a Blue Jays game. I got to hot witness dog night. I, I got to witness hot dog night. <laughs> wow, I did the math. That was a lot of hot dogs per person, but you know, for a dollar. And I did bring some amazing. I brought my own sauce to put on the hot dogs, which is over at the silent auction, by the way. 
And uh, yeah, it was it was awesome waiting for this Yahoo. Yeah, my um, <clears throat> so I flew further than Tim. That's a fact. Uh, Dan flew further than Tim as well, but I flew further. You just than Dan. gave it away, man. Dan, Dan from London. Where's Dan from London? Where's Dan from London? Hey, yeah. right here. There is Dan present. from London. Present. Dan from London. Proper and present. So anyway, I got in and um, no, you didn't get that warm maple syrup Canadian welcome because I'm at the airport. Activate the eSIM. Hey, we're at the Arizona Barn Grill. <laughs> get the shuttle. We're, we're, at the, the, we're at this hotel by the airport. Yeah, and I'm waiting to get picked up with a yeah. fucking... You know, the bat blue in one yeah, hand, and you know, uh, Tim Hortons in the other, and and I get a text that says, "We're at the Arizona bar. Come meet us. Take the shuttle." So I was like, so I got there late. No, I'm not bitter about it. No, 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 no. The music was a, there was amazing. Not like that. It was at all. a good experience. Not at all. But then, you know, we proceeded to. Does anybody? In, does everybody know in this room? Because I sure as hell didn't. That marijuana is legal in the country of Canada. So I, I smelled some marijuana smoke um, outside the Arizona bar and then proceeded to trip balls and have to go back to the uh, hotel. Is that correct, JD? Sounds about, is that about right. That sounds about I think, right. That's how I think my trip was. I'm pretty sure you were escorted. <laughs> it was good. It was good. It was good. Yeah, it was it's, it's been a hell of a week. Yeah, then we... Uh, we went out to Kingston yesterday. Yeah. Almost yeah. feels like a month ago because it was just so amazing and memorable. And guess where we went? The bath. We went to the bathhouse. The bathhouse, yes. We, it was, I mean, to, to, so I told the story to Does a everybody know people? what the bathhouse is, first of all. Right? Yeah. It's the, the, it, the hip owns a home in uh, Bath. And it's where they recorded, where many bands have recorded. And you basically check into this home, live upstairs, and record downstairs. Record upstairs, too. They record all over the yeah. place. And it was just, uh, there was a patina to the whole interior. You know, it was like, might need to change out some of these rugs. I liked but it. But it was beautiful. I thought it was nice, but we all showed up. And so we get there, we get to the bathhouse. And we're just creeping. There's nobody there. We roll up the driveway. We had, we, we had no reservation. We had yeah. <laughs> and we're looking around. We're taking pictures. I'm playing fucking horseshoe. There's a horseshoe pit. Yeah, it's a horseshoe field pitch. So Pete starts playing horseshoes. Yeah, at the bathhouse. And then we're like, well, all right, guess time to go home. Fuck it, nobody's here. Langwa didn't respond. Damn you, Langwa. And then a car comes up the driveway. And this guy walks out, and his name's Niles, and he's cool as shit. And he gets out with his coffee, and and we're all like, hey, how's it going? JD's like, JD's like, I'm too shy right now. I'm too shy. And Dean says, well, get fucking unshy. And, and then Tim walks over, and we're literally getting in the car, and Tim's like, hey, how's it going, man? Um, cool, yeah, we're just, we're just taking some pictures, and then... Uh, Hey, uh, we'll see you later, but you mind if we just take a peek inside? He's like, sure, come on in. And takes us for a full, full tour full because tour. Tim Lydon has the cajones. That's right. I mean, it was like going to Disneyland and being like, 
Dude, it was so cool. They're sold out, son. You know, we had to go in. We had to go in. Absolutely. So why don't we take a minute and uh, look at a little package that was put together by Rainy Media, one of our sponsors. Yes. And uh, it's our trip to Kingston. Take a look at the screens all around and enjoy. I guess I'll watch from back there. Hey, it's JD here, and let's do a roll call. We've got Spain here. We've got Portland. Present. we got Dan from fucking London in the house. Present. Let's uh, go to Kingston. Let's do it. All right. the idea and then closed the city council thought it was a great idea as well The original, like yes, uh, the same yes. reason.
It has been an absolute whirlwind going through what we've been through. But this last couple of days has been just tremendous. And I really want to thank Dean and David for putting yeah. uh, everything together. Absolutely, please. And uh, give them a big round of applause. A lot of fun was had. But you know, a lot of fun has been had since we started recording. And I don't know if we've ever told this, but we started recording November 28th of 2022, and we recorded through April. And, uh, and then we recorded bonus content on top of that. But um, basically, we were done when we launched on the May long weekend. And we didn't know whether this was a stone that we were going to throw that was going to just go kerplunk or it was going to skip, 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 skip. And you know what? It fucking skips, skip, 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 skip. And here we are. And that's pretty fucking cool, it's right? It's amazing. Well said. So I, I want to throw it over to my buddy Tim right now to talk about his experiences with the hip and where he thinks he's landed at this point uh, with this band and <laughs> this crazy fan base that we have. I'll, I'll just say it's a, a massive sense of awe. You know, when you experience maybe someone else's baby or puppy, you're like, oh. Or you're, you, you maybe have something bad happen, you're like, ah, oh, shucks. No, I'm talking about the sense of awe where you experience nature or something beautiful or something amazing that happens where you're just kind of dumbstruck, you know? You're just speechless and... Uh, that's kind of what this process led me to. We were, uh, my wife and I in Portland, Oregon, were recently at our neighborhood bar, and it was on my birthday, and there was nobody there. It was kind of perfect. And uh, Monday night, and there's this, you know, of course, digital jukebox playing, which we never really paid much attention to, probably because on Thursdays we play bingo there. I'm not. This I'm is not, a true story. I'm not, I got I'm not 75, but bingo is hella fun at a bar, I gotta say. Anyways, we're at the bar and I'm like, let's take over this digital jukebox, see what happens. So, what do I search? Thank you so much. And every album's in there. So, I picked all these damn songs, and for like two hours, we drank and listened to the hip. Yeah, it was amazing in Portland, Oregon. And I kept like looking around. I was waiting for the bartender to ask me who this band is. and but I had to turn, tell her to turn it up like five times instead. And, uh, but at one point, my wife, Amy, said, you know, this, this music just feels just right for this place, feels right for right now. It's just like perfect rock here in our neighborhood bar. And I'm like, holy hell, this is probably how the hip was for millions of people. Am I right? Yeah! I mean, we, we all basically ended up in a moment where we're, you know, you pull over to listen to the song and just sit in it, and then play it again. And that happened to me so many times. You know, at the beginning of the pod, my son, who's a drummer, 21, he, he kind of started listening to the music with me in the first EP, and he's like, Dad, what are you getting into? You know, are you sure about this? Who's this, who's this guy? What's up with the singer? 
The drums sound pretty good. But are you sure you want to do this? How long are you going to do this? And we pretty much had a, like a, a nine-month baby podcast happen. Yeah. So, I, yeah, so through the process, you know, it really, I got to this point where I was in just experienced this sense of awe. I mean, these guys started playing when they were 17, 18, 19 years old, and they knew that this is what they wanted to do, and they knew that they were just focused and targeted, and, you know, they told their parents, there's no backup plan, you know, and they just went for it. How, how many of us did that when we were in high school or going into our first year of uni? How many of you knew what you were set out to do? So here we are having just a blast with the music and having a blast with this process, and I never would have thought I'd be sitting here today. We're sitting in stirrups. And, We're sitting um, in stirrups right now, Tim. Yeah, I don't know if I can get out of this Because chair. you said we had a nine-month baby. So right now we're like this. And this is we rehearsed the baby, this. man. Yeah, yeah. Silent it, auction. It took Pete a little while to push him out, but that's what yeah. happened. <laughs> All right, who wants to get into... The MVP tracks that these guys put together all year. And see how they broke down. All right, let's do that then. And we will go to, uh, where are we going to start here? Are we going to start with Peter or Tim? Tim, please. We can start with either. It doesn't oh, I just, matter. I, I have a hard time seeing this thing so close behind me. So We're starting with here Tim. We go. Here we go. Here we go. MVP here we go. tracks. So here's his playlist, which, as you can see, is already on Spotify for your yes. edification. And uh, you can grab that and enjoy. And I will throw to my compadre, Tim Leiden, now and have him explain just what the fuck he put together here. Why what? Why? Yeah, so this is my playlist. I... I I blacked out the amount of downloads. Was, the digits were too long. Um, that's a joke. Yeah, so I, I put this together, you know, based on favorite songs along the way. And uh, just being a bit of an audiophile, I kind of tried to experience it as if I was one of you guys, maybe on a road trip or something. And so each song, I hope, kind of ties or, or, or blends into each other really well. There's a little bit of a you know cadence to the hip's history, but then I mix it up, and um, I think I think it's pretty good. I think it's pretty fun. The guys, you know, said a few times, "God, you really picked a fucking weird song on that album, Tim." You know, but sometimes the weird ones are the ones that grow on you. Sometimes they're awesome. I mean, all Canadian surf club, who does not like that song? Okay, whatever. You need to you need to take a trip somewhere warm and tropical. Yeah, but yeah, it was so fun to put this together, and uh, was I was kind of wishing there were more songs because now I've gone back to many albums, of course, and I'm finding so many other nuggets and songs that have grown on me. And all right, I have yeah, a question about that. Then I have a question about that. Then it's been a long time since we dealt with the Bob Rock records. Uh oh. Ooh. Have either of those records grown on you since we last? Now you like now you liked you liked World Container. Yeah, yeah. But actually, I'm curious yeah. about I'm curious about we are the same. Have you went back to that at all? 
I, I've, I, only, I mean, I get caught up in, in Bob Rock's lovely flowing hair, and I just want to be like him. Happens. That's it where happens. I go. That's where I go. It's Bob Rock Lock. Bob Rock Locks. Bob, Bob Rock Locks. No, I have, I have gone back to those albums, and I'm, I'm still visiting them. All right. Yeah. That's fair enough. Yeah. Maybe that'll be somewhere to look at in the future. Who knows? All right. Uh, our friend Pete. Who wants to see Pete's playlist? I'll show you my playlist. <laughs> uh, I'm going to just burn through it. <clears throat> Killing Time. Cool song I have heard during the first, first record. Blow High Doe. Fuck, come on. Fiddler's Green. I, I remember sitting on Avenida de Andalucia and crying as I dropped somebody off on the train station the first time I heard that song. Broke my fucking heart. Hundredth uh, Meridian, really? Grace 2, Springtime Vienna, fucking no-brainers. Courage, Tiger the Lion, Jesus Christ. I mean, that was, a great that guy. was, that was an experience for us. Tiger the Lion. Yeah, we talked right, about that right. on the pod. We talked about that quite a bit. It's just, you hear it, and it's like... <laughs> it just rips. No. It just rips. No. John you know, Cage. Was it John Cage or Philip Glass that did the... Does anybody know the answer? Trivia question. It was John Cage or Philip Glass that did the song that was seven minutes or so, whatever the lore is. It's John Silence. Cage. It's John, John Cage. Cage. Yeah. That's the fucking... That's what Gord is speaking about in that song. And it's... Fuck. Number 10, The Dark Canuck. Guess, guess yeah. who didn't know what a Canuck was? Okay, JD, we got yeah. a lot of feedback on this Canuck thing, and I don't, I don't know. How like, did that start? Canuck Anybody isn't know? something that we really fuck with, right? Like, I mean, we don't talk about ourselves as Canucks, do we? Like, are, are like, are you like I'm a hardy Canuck, or, or, or are you? Like, if you are, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. 85. I'll take that. I will, I will take that. And I, that was the year, Marty. That was a funny moment. Yeah. Yeah. 85. Back to 55. Oh, my Gus gosh. the Polar Bear. Let's keep going. Gus the Polar Bear. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, Gus the Polar Bear. Um, <clears throat> animal psychology. Dep Who knew animals De had feelings? Depression sweet. Like. So we're talking about the second Bob Rock record. That's the second one, right? What do, you, what, do you, what do you want somebody to say who's been on a fucking drip IV of the tragically hip for nine months? I say yeah. 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 We feel, it's we it's feel a great. beautiful song. <laughs> um, we feel great. Jeez. Yeah, it's just been... I'll, I'll say more about my experience, but that's the playlist. Download it. Enjoy it. Whatever. Baptist Blues. Oh, love that song. So they're there for you to enjoy. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Sorry, Pete. The Treasure of the Hip gets like point zero 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 three cents per listen, so go for it. Every little bit helps. No, I, I was going to mention something. I just... I want to um, know, know before we go too yes. much further what your experience has been like. We asked him what your experience has been right. like going through this process. Well... So most people know that JD 
asked me to, just like he asked him, and um, to do the podcast. And I'd heard from, I'd heard about the hip since 2007 from Canadian friends. He's come into a bar I worked at. And then 2011, sometime around there. 2018, I was working for Nat Geo and this guy used to come in all the time and they were Canadian, him and his wife, and they kept hammering me about the tragically hip and I was like, didn't take. I felt I was getting pushed. Then I meet this son of a bitch and he's like, let's do this. and I'm going to force this. So I'm going to shove this mashed potato down your mouth. And he did. And Tim and I just like fucking Matrix style plugged into it. And it was just awesome. Just one of the coolest things. And getting to meet and speak with Paul and Gord Sinclair and going to Kingston has just been an unbelievable experience. And I, I, there's so much I want to say, but you, you don't want to fucking hear it. So, um, but being Canadian, you will be here all night. Just so. Yeah. I'm happy to elaborate, but you guys are Canadian. You're different than Tim and I, as much as we speak the same language, the culture is so different. Take it from somebody who doesn't live in the United States anymore. And it's like, it's hard. You'll never be a part of that culture or club. I'll never fucking be Canadian, no matter how much hip I listen to and Labatt Blue I drink. He's had a couple. But that being said, it's like such a, it's been such an amazing experience to get to know the band and to get to know the catalog and become a super fan. I told JD, this was a surprise, but um, I got a tattoo on my arm that's going to be there for the rest of my life. Um, and it's, it's a combination of the, any UFOologists or followers in the house? No? Yes? Not, not here. Okay, maybe next door. Anyway, um, the, he'll be here all night. Yeah, I'll be here all night. The, the Fermi's paradox, Federico Fermi, his paradox was that he uh, d didn't know if aliens existed or not. And it's, you can read up on it when you fucking Google it. And that's a UFO thing. And so the lyrics is we live to survive our paradoxes. Because it's fucking springtime in Vienna, which is on the list. The playlist. This is P. Marchica here. Love you too, Dean. If you have not bid on the Pete Marchica package. Yeah. yeah, that's Pete's band. In the silent auction. Marchica. You are a greedy son of a bitch. Thank you. I'm going to tell you that and right you, now. And you need this All album. All proceeds go to the Danny Wenjack Fund. Directly. And we are already over 3200 bucks. Whoa. Ooh. So I don't know where we're going to end up at the end of the night, but make me say 3500 bucks, and I'll yep. fucking love you forever. Forever. Now, man. this has been an experiment. This has been a project. This has been a labor of love. And we've had a lot of fun doing this. 
So I, I want to thank you for listening. I had a friend once that said, you know, if you did a podcast and you had like five people show up in your living room and listen to you talk every week, that'd be pretty cool. We had over 20,000 downloads. That doesn't even include all the streams either. I mean, there, in three more. months, that's not so bad. But what I want to tell you right now is how proud I am of my two friends, uh, Pete and Tim, and all the work that they put in. Uh, I want to encourage you to bid in the silent auction. I want to encourage you to drink long slice beer tonight. Yes. Long slice. And uh, without further ado, I want to introduce our good friend to convocate these two gentlemen. I want to invite our good friend to the stage, Dan from London. Yes, Dan from London, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Tim, get on your feet, you son of a bitch. Come on up. You can convocate them. You can convocate them. You can read if you, do you want to read it? Do you want to read it? Yeah, I've got the reading glasses on hand. <laughs> Remember, proper British. Timothy Edward Lydon. Getting hip to the hip. You have completed the exercise and now are considered official fans of the tragically hip. Thank you so much. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> Amazing. I'm honored. Peter Natale. <laughs> you motherfucker. Getting He's hip my to middle the name. Hip. Sorry. Continue. You have also completed oh. the exercise, and now I have no idea about this. Uh, now, most the official given, fans of the tragically hip. Yes. I give this to you, sir. Thank you. I accept. So, none of this would be possible without this guy. You guys know Jamie do, right? And Jamie and I met through another podcast of his, Pete also, through a, a podcast about the band Pavement. And uh, then I met him in person, first time in L.A. We went and saw a Pavement show, which was a hoot, and then we went and did it again and again, really. And it's just been uh, so fun to just have this guy in my life, you know? Jamie do. I've had no other friend like him. So thanks, thanks to Jamie. Otherwise, we all wouldn't be here. And well, the hip, you know. Do we do it now or do we wait till the end of the show? What? Do we drop a pick up your shit now, or no. do we do it at the end of the show? <laughs> we do it at the end. At the end of the show. That's a, all right. That's the end of the I, show thing. I, real quick, I just want to say one thing to compliment what Tim said: like avocado spread on toast. JD, you're a fucking great dude, and uh, all this is this guy. The reason even the two gals who I met who are really sweet, I can't know where you are, but they didn't even know shit all, nothing about the podcast. They just found it on Facebook and were like, three weeks ago, hey, sweetie, what do you want to do on Friday in three weeks? And they found this fucking That's event. Amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing. 
And again, would not have happened if it wasn't for this guy. So give JD a yeah. big hand for Cheers, cheers, cheers. This. Do you guys want to hear some more fucking live tragically? Oh, okay, we gotta move some gear here, and then we are gonna welcome back to the stage for another set. 50 
Thanks for listening to Getting Hip to the Hip. Please subscribe, share, rate, and review the show at gettinghiptothehip.com. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at gettinghippod. And join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash fully and completely. Questions or concerns? Email us at jd at gettinghiptothehip.com. We'd love to hear from you. Hoorah! Podcasts and such.